Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the PM Diaries. We are your hosts and my name is Paige. My name is Maddie. Welcome back Night Owls. It is Tuesday, September 26, 2023 and it's also National Daughters Day. That's cool. Happy National Daughters Day. Happy National Daughters Day. Happy National Daughters Day to all the daughters in the world holding it down. Yes. Um, We see you. Have you ever heard of that holiday before? I actually have never but then I think back I'm like I know I think mom used to recognize stuff like this. Like, I don't know. We, I probably did and just don't remember. Yeah. I can't keep up with all these days. I, I can't keep up with all I these know. days. There's literally a day for everything. Literally. As Which I'm we learning. love. We, we love. Yes. Maybe we need a day. Maybe. You oh, know there's what? There's twin day. There's twin day. I was just going to say our day is twin day. So yes. I need to find out when twin day is. And we can celebrate. We need to do something fun. That'll be fun. Yes. How was your day today? It was a good day. Um, I don't know. I felt like it kind of moved quickly, but maybe that's just because, like, I was busy. Like, I don't know. But it was kind of hectic, but I also had some time to relax, which is nice. Um, And obviously now I'm here filming with you, which is always fun. Always fun. But how was your day? I had a good day. It was a rainy day in the Windy City today. So it was, like, rainy pretty much all day, um, which is fine. We can appreciate that. Um, I actually, when I was in college, I started to really appreciate the rain because I prefer to fall asleep when it was raining because I would leave my window open. Yeah. I was just like, I always had these like special conditions. I would have a million fans on and then I would leave the windows open even when it was cold. It was everything. But yeah, it was a rainy day in the Windy City. I had a pretty good day. Um, my drive home today was pretty interesting, though, because I found myself in the middle of a police chase. So that was pretty interesting. That's crazy and also extremely dangerous. And I'm glad glad everybody's okay yeah super glad it wasn't like a high-speed chase or anything but it was definitely a police chase what the happened guy, i don't know i know i passed a cop i was going too fast but i was going like probably seven over because i had just turned so i like mm-hmm. slowed down or whatever minding my business he didn't turn out but i saw the cop so next thing i know i'm making it like i'm probably halfway down the road at that point and i just look in my like rear view and i see a guy flying up the other side of traffic oh god i'm like what's going on and the next thing i know i see cop lights behind me the guy's flying he runs the red light makes a right the cop comes over to the like to the light he's like where did he go he's looking at everybody that's like in their cars like putting his arms up he heads right down the street the cop ended up pulling off because I think he thought, oh, shit, I lost him. Yeah. And I kept driving, obviously, because I was heading home. Girl, I ran into the motherfucker. Oh, my God. Yes, he was up there. What did this What did this guy look like? Let's see. Or what was What was it given? It was giving, honey, he couldn't get pulled over. It was given either he couldn't pay that ticket, he was driving on a suspended license, he was doing something he shouldn't have been Was in a stolen car, had a warrant. He all, was, it could be all it of the things. It could be everything in the boat. It was, he was a young guy, and girl, he, he said, fuck that. And he, he took his chance today, and he was lucky enough to get away. So That's absolutely crazy, because I know like sometimes even though sometimes it's not funny there's humor in almost everything oh for sure and we used to watch like high speed chases on youtube (laughs) (laughs) and courtroom fights yes and courtroom fights and all of those things um and like sometimes like these people these maneuvers in these cars that they make like they are next level even in the big cars like they are still like somehow managing to get away from the police but i think it's because honestly there's so many cameras now sometimes i think the police are just like we're not going to risk everybody else's public safety and we'll just catch up with them later yeah i'm sure he had his license plate the funny thing is though you bring that up we used to like get employed watching like 
uh what are they like high speed chases and stuff on youtube and like there was really a really funny one i can't even think of the show i think it was like cops or something i don't know but if you guys get the chance look up cops cleveland there was a guy in a pickup truck he was like flying around the corner he had to reverse over about five or six different things it was wild it was absolutely crazy I'll, i'll try to find that video and i might like link it maybe we can start putting stuff we reference on our instagram page or something we do have an instagram it's the pm diaries um, and it's linked in both of our bios, but maybe we can start doing that for all of our references. I think that'll be good. it's too hard to keep up. I know it really is. And then I'm like, oh God, I can't remember it in the moment. I want to hurry up and look it up. But I think that's good. We'll start putting like links and stuff. Yeah. Cause we sure did have a time. And obviously as we get older, we're like, oh, that's not funny anymore. Like we used to watch what Operation Repo. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, that shit ain't funny. No. Cause when you grown and you have to pay bills, it's not funny. Anymore. Oh, it's not like funny. nothing's funny. What did. What did uh, Nicki Minaj say? A broke bitch should never laugh. Yes. Like, that's why I shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding. I laugh all the time. nothing's funny. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I, you know what I've noticed, though? Like, what? I I don't think my allergies have been this bad since I've been a kid. I feel you. Like, I feel your pain. I feel... It's really kicking my ass. Oh, yeah. This mold is having its way with me, honey. Yes. And on top of that, like, so I did an allergy test, which is why I got my blood drawn the other day. I know I talked about that on the podcast, but... I finally got my results back and um, it of course came back like my allergies are terrible. Like the PDF was like several pages long. Guess what my number one allergen was? I know you know this. Dogs. Dogs. It was number one? It was my number one allergen. More than outdoor allergies? Yes. More than outdoor allergies. It was my number one allergen, which I knew. Like when we were growing up, we had a childhood dog. He was a Cocker Spaniel and his name was Ramsey. Yes. Rest in peace, Ramsey. Rest in peace. Um, but I think that's obviously when our mom noticed that we were having terrible allergic reactions. And so then she wouldn't get us a dog, you know, after Ramsey passed away. That's why we were so happy to then get Tucker. Yes. Um, because she ended up getting that puppy for our little sister, even though I'm his mom. Um, and now we have Clooney. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know why I keep doing this to myself, but I love dogs so much. Like, I'd rather just live in misery. Yeah, we're just going to have to figure it out. It's funny. I did not read my PDF. Maybe I should and we can compare, but mm-hmm. I'm sure. It, I'm allergic to everything. We're just highly sensitive. Yeah, my first one was dogs. My second one was cats. And then I had a whole bunch of random trees. And see, like, I don't mind the cat thing because I don't like cats. And I, it's not like I hate cats, but, like, I don't prefer them. But when I'm on TikTok, like people, there's like full blown cat breeds and stuff. Like my mind is so wired as a dog person that I only realize that like consciously that there's dog breeds. I'm like, holy shit, there's cat Cat breeds. breeds? Like what? So I saw like a couple really cute cats. So then I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't hate them. I know. I don't know. And kitties are cute. And kitties are cute. Just like puppies. Um, But did you see Courtney and Travis? So did you see the photos released from their baby shower? Yeah super cute i mean so cute the first video i actually saw i saw it on tiktok it's like my favorite app i think at this point it's safe to say but i saw like kim and north's tiktok page had posted Mm -hmm. it and i saw kim's outfit and i was like oh my gosh what's that so then i like saw all of like the vintage disney vibes and yeah super cool it was so on brand though too because if you notice i think they obviously courtney has loved disney for as long as I can remember, but I specifically remember her and Travis and everybody like having those Disneyland trips. So it's perfect. But what I will say 
Um, obviously like it wasn't a, like, you know how sometimes at weddings, like people ask you to put your phones away and like not take pictures. Mm -hmm. So clearly she didn't have that role at this baby shower. Um, because somebody took a picture, they had an interactive like game. It almost reminded me of like at weddings when you sign a book or something like that. Mm -hmm. But Courtney had a wishing tree where people would, I know it's a very cute idea and obviously Disney themed. Um, but people write down like things that they wish for this new baby, et cetera, on a piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. So an eagle-eyed span fan, oh my God, span. I can't talk and I can't breathe because my allergies are bad. Sorry, y'all. I keep like <laughs> clearing my throat in the thing. Um, but eagle-eyed fans like saw this uh, thing that somebody had put on the wishing tree mm-hmm. that we think may have revealed the baby's name. Okay, this is exciting. This is exciting. I know. So it said something along the lines of like, we hope for Rocky or it said baby Rocky or something like that. And I love the name Rocky. Yeah, it's super cute. I remember this is like a throwback to like elementary school days. I had a best friend in elementary school and her brother's name was Rocky. And I always thought that was so funny because obviously the movie and everything. Mm -hmm. But... Speaking on a higher level, we all know that Courtney just had a really scary ordeal throughout her pregnancy. And Mm -hmm. then she posted an Instagram caption where she addressed it. And she said she has a whole new respect for moms that have to fight for their babies. Mm. So my thing is Rocky was a fighter. Yeah. So if this if the baby's name does turn out to be Rocky, then I feel like that's a really poignant and meaningful name because she's already discussed having her and her baby having to fight for their lives. I agree. I think there's definitely meaning behind the name. Um, But also it's so aligned with like Travis Barker who's like always rocking out like this drummer and Blink 182 Um, so it's even it's like on brand in that regard too but I thought that was that was funny because when I was looking at those pictures like I never would have noticed that but thank God for Twitter I know they play they literally pay so much attention it's crazy but we appreciate it yes we do and then I was also on Twitter last night and I saw this thing that did you see that Alicia Keys like filed to trademark Alicia T's no oh alicia tees not like okay. t-shirts t-e-a-s like drinks, like drinks yes um and i guess she's gonna come out with a tea line wow but i just thought that was like so funny i love the play on words with mm-hmm. alicia tees now i feel like she has to trademark everything she needs to do peas she needs to do a whole bunch yes of stuff. alicia peas like people were talking <laughs> about alicia in belize alicia all of these other things because she really has a rhymy name yeah she does i was thinking i was like damn if i wanted to come out with a business i I don't think like page like what rhymes with page literally sage? nothing page is sage i just yeah, thought but of it like literally that's the only thing <laughs> like because your name is what one syllable it's yes. just page it's just page but honestly what rhymes with like my name like madison I- i'm sure there's more because i have a three syllable full name then obviously everyone calls me maddie, honestly so. it might be better if you just like go with maddie like what rhymes with maddie maybe that would be better Patty. maddie's waddies Oof. maddie's patties yeah that's cute we'll we'll have to look into this as we you know continue to go on in this field but (laughs) i don't know we'll see but you know you were talking about twitter Mm -hmm. i was on twitter last night and like selena gomez was trending number one she's been trending since the vmas for Mm -hmm. her outfit she was trending again miss gomez is taking us to titty city like (laughs) selena really has embraced her body a lot Mm -hmm. and i feel like i i appreciate that because i feel like it's important to see different representation and different bodies the fluctuation the ebbs and flows sometimes you're going to be more curvier sometimes you're going to be a little skinnier 
um, all of the above. But yeah, Selena has really been breaking the internet recently with some of these outfits and stuff. So I don't know. I just thought it was so funny. I know she really has. I loved what she wore to the VMAs. Yes. In my head, I don't know if I would have worn that to the VMAs, but I still loved it. I love the dress. Mm-hmm. I just feel like VMAs, like you go edgy, like you go there, you know? But honestly, was that, I feel like that was edgy for Selena. You know what? It might have been edgy because it was kind of sheer. It was, it was like sheer, sheer illusion. It was red. Yes, that's true. Like it, I she feel had like cleavage, cleavage, titty city once again. Like I feel like she's really stepping into her own yes. as of late, and I feel like that's a good thing for her because I think in the past she had mentioned after her transplant and different things mm-hmm. like that, um, <clears throat> some of the fluctuation in her weight and how she was feeling about that. Yes, so. and also she's a longtime sufferer of lupus and stuff yeah. like that, and the toll that takes on your body, like autoimmune disorders, and also let's not forget she's always fighting for first place. Um, when it comes to like record amounts of Instagram followers yes. and just that level of influence, obviously everybody's obsessed with rare beauty right now. Mm-hmm. So it's the perfect message to just be sending like body positivity and like, she looks great. She looks great. That's why I feel like the term body positivity is so backhanded. Now I almost regret saying it because mm. I feel like people are like, Oh, like, you got thick like I guess it's body positivity you're not a stick anymore and I hate to say that like I don't even want to say that I feel like she looks great she's embracing these new curves and she looks fantastic yes um should we get into the 411 let's get into the 411 girl okay so first up Carrie Washington reveals she's had an abortion saying quote it was really important for me to share In the star's new memoir, titled Thicker Than Water, she opens up like never before about her difficult decision. Carrie Washington wants women to know they are not alone when it comes to making difficult decisions about their bodies. The Emmy-nominated star and mother of three writes in her new memoir, Thicker Than Water, that she had an abortion when she was in her 20s, saying, quote, I struggled a lot in the beginning with whether or not to include my abortion story. Um, Washington tells People Magazine in in next week's issue, saying, quote, at first, I wasn't really sure how it fit into this story of my life, but I started to feel like it was really important for me to share this. Um, I know you and I sat down and we watched Kerry Washington's 2020 special with Robin Roberts uh, last night where she discussed um, her memoir, Thicker Than Water. Um, And I just feel like, number one, it was so brave and courageous especially for her to come forward in this climate I mean it's always brave for women to be transparent Mm -hmm. especially when you're programmed to be shamed about something um, such as making the best reproductive choice for yourself Um, for those of you who remember in June of 2022 the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade which protected a woman's right to choose um, on a national scale So this was even more brave, just putting that conversation back up at the forefront. Mm -hmm. I feel like not only was it brave, but it was such a distinction from the typical Kerry Washington we get. And what I mean when I say that is she is like notoriously private. She Mm -hmm. keeps absolutely everything private. No pictures of the kids, barely talks about the relationship. The wedding was super private. And I feel like this is something that is obviously probably hard to talk about just amongst your family, your Mm -hmm. peers, the decision makers, your doctors. And for her to put this on the like world stage in her memoir is, is moving. And I feel like it's important because at the end of the day, women are the people that should be telling women's stories Mm -hmm. and discussing sensitive topics like this. And so 
yeah i feel like she bared it all mm-hmm. i honestly feel like she bared it all i think bared it all is the perfect word i mean everything down to the title of the book down to the cover of the book everything was true to carrie and it was conceptual and honestly like i wanted to get emotional several times i could get emotional talking about it several times throughout the um documentary just because like she you could really tell like she put her soul into this book I'm looking forward to reading it um myself but I also just wanted to remind our listeners that we are headed into an election year um and if you haven't registered to vote yet I'm encouraging you to do so um another note that I wanted to touch on was just like in the 2020 special Carrie was asked by a student what advice she had for aspiring directors, and Carrie responded in part by saying, quote, just to remember to not take no for an answer and to not wait for somebody to give you the job, create the job. Um, I know we felt really inspired by those words and like they really resonated with us. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to pass that along through our I wanted to like what is that like amplify that quote? Yeah, just because I thought it was just like a sign for somebody or inspiration of people needed it yeah i think as i get older like i i understand the importance of listening like marin letting the words marinate and then figuring out what they mean for you and i think that that's where you find the power in words one quote might not mean the same thing to you as it means to me we're all have our own interpretations but listening and figuring out how it resonates with you is one of my biggest takeaways as i get older and this quote resonated so heavily. I feel like um, this whole entire, you know, interview, the book, like you said, it was very just unlike we've ever seen Carrie before. And I think it should be an inspiration to people everywhere that want to share maybe things that they aren't as comfortable sharing, but could mm-hmm. be helpful to other people. So I salute you, Carrie. Yes. Alrighty. Next up. Spain charges pop star singer Shakira with tax evasion for a second time and demands more than $7 million. Damn. According to the Associated Press, Spanish prosecutors have charged pop star Shakira with failing to pay 6.7 million euros, $7 million uh, dollars in U.S. dollars, mm-hmm. um, in taxes on her 2020, 2018 income. Authorities said Tuesday in Spain's latest fiscal allegations against the Colombian singer Shakira is alleged to have used an offshore company based in a tax haven to avoid paying the tax. Barcelona Barcelona prosecutors said in a statement she has been notified of the charges in Miami where she lives according to the statement (laughs) Shakira is already due to be tried in Barcelona on November 20th in a separate case that hinges on where she lived between 2012 and 2014 in that case prosecutors allege she failed to pay 14.5 million euros which is 15.4 million dollars in US dollars in taxes Prosecutors in Barcelona have alleged the Grammy winner spent more than half of the 2012 to 2014 period in Spain and therefore should have paid taxes in the country, even though her official residence was in the Bahamas. Spanish tax officials opened the latest case against Shakira last July. After reviewing the evidence gathered over the last two months, prosecutors have decided to bring charges. No date for a trial has been set. Shakira 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 I feel like this is like the tale as old as time with her this is a common Mm -hmm. 
story with Shakira. I think Why I remember. Why is it though? I don't know. I remember being a kid and they were talking about Shakira's. I taxes. literally remember the shade that people used to always say about Shakira. It's like it's almost like Shakira is synonymous with taxes. Yeah. But in Shakira's defense, at her level of what fame and all the, I'm sure she has a million people working for her. Like, who is doing her taxes? She is not sitting down at her desk using TurboTax. I, like, you know, honestly, what I think, I'm going to be honest, I think she doesn't want to pay them. I think that these, she's looking for the best loopholes and she needs a better tax guy mm-hmm. because there's people that really know how to find you loopholes and then there's people that keep getting you caught up. I and know. clearly these people keep getting her caught you up. You know what I think is getting her caught up? What? In all fairness, like the tax laws are different everywhere. I think that's True. what's getting her caught up. True. Like this was what? She's facing uh, charges in Spain now. She was facing charges. Oh, well, Barcelona's in Spain, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but she's facing charges like um, they were talking about Miami. Like, girl, what is going on? Yeah. I, I feel like once you, she crossed them once, she probably pissed them off, got away with something, and now they're just on her like white on rice honey. I think so and it's also the amount of taxes owed now let's be real Shakira is not the only person I'm sure who's um appears to be evading taxes or looking for loopholes etc so no, she's definitely not. not the only one of course um not. but whoever's doing it for her is not good no my recommendation is hire to get a Trump's guy <laughs> get a better tax person yeah you have to like at you this point to. girl what is going on i know it's probably like a family friend or something sis you're gonna have to drop them because <laughs> this is not working out for you but yeah we'll stay close to that i feel like this is like what is it groundhog's day again there's yes. always a story about these taxes but next up according to tmz president biden's first pooch commander bites another secret service agent President Biden has a biter on his hands. His dog commander has struck yet again with this possibly being the 11th victim. Mm-hmm. Commander is reported to have chomped down on another Secret Service agent Monday. A spokesperson for the agency has confirmed that one of their guys had been bitten around 8 p.m. and that he was treated by medical personnel. The exact circumstances of what led up to the biting and the extent of the Secret Service agent's injuries haven't been disclosed, but this has proven to be a troubling trend this year as it was revealed in July that Commander apparently went on a four-month biting spree attacking several different Secret Service agents with varying degrees of wounds. Mm. The number we'd heard at the time was about seven, but some reports have it as high as ten. The White House press secretary said the dog was stressed out by all the commotion and people darting back and forth in the residence area of the White House and other areas as well. When this came to light in the summer, the White House said they were going to have Commander undergo more training slash leashing and that they'd also carve out designated areas and times on the grounds for Commander to roam and stretch his legs. There was no indication that Commander would get the boot like his older brother Major, another German shepherd of Biden's that had also run into biting trouble. No word on whether that'll change now, seeing how he continues to sink his teeth into human beings. All we can say is, bad boy. Oh, Commander. But you know what? Like, what are y'all doing to bother this dog? <laughs> I'm of course, kidding. Paige excusing the dogs. This I'm is what kidding. she always does, guys. You know what? <laughs> This is really not good, though, because but you know what? What I will say is Joe Biden has been public about the fact that he rescues his pets. Yes. Which is really noble. Um, And 
sometimes rescue animals come from like really traumatic backgrounds and into their adult years like it's going to be a lot of unlearning for the dog a lot of teaching potentially for the owner and things like that so maybe when he hears loud noises or sees all these people just moving around everywhere maybe he's like getting flashbacks or something and he just bites (laughs) Like, you know what I think it is? What? I genuinely think they're just disturbing his peace. And they probably look scary. Like, Secret Service agents, they are suited and booted, honey. We're not... They don't always all have on the suits and look like, you know, the ones we saw when we were in college that day and I about passed out because I was starstruck. <laughs> but, like, they don't always look like that. Sometimes they are gu- they have guns. Sometimes mm-hmm. they might be in, like, mad... I mean, I don't know. They, sometimes they might be in full disguises and he's scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, like... At this point, I'm not sure how old they said the dog was, but he's, I feel like he's old enough to know better. Probably, but, but I just look at the dog. There's a simple fix. What? Where's his muzzle? Ew. He needs a, just a little muzzle if he's going to keep biting you know what? people. And they said he was biting people and like actually injuring people, right? Yes. Because, uh, I believe it was like Major and Commander, but I think Major went to doggy heaven or something no, like that. No, I don't think Major passed. I'm not sure. Just Commander's the biter. Major was the biter too. He got kicked out of the White House. He had oh to go back to Scranton, God. honey. They're both biters. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure if he's alive. You know right what now I think it not, is? But. I think they're really maybe just like protective over Joe and Jill. And like if they feel like people get too close to them, then maybe that's prompting them to bite. Maybe. Either way, I feel like that's a situation that they've got to figure out. Because yeah, I'm like. You can't. You can't have your your doggies biting people. If it was any other puppy, baby, they would have been that's not sedated good. by now. Yeah, that's or not or good. sent to doggy heaven. Hopefully, so. maybe they can send him to Scranton with his brother, and he'll be happier. Maybe. I don't know, but like uh, maybe, maybe we'll see. I think a muzzle is a, is a quick fix for now. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. How do you know? It Girl, because he keeps biting. That's true. He <laughs> he does keep biting. Maybe they take the muzzle off, and that's when he decides to get his get back. That could be muzzle. it too. That could be it too. <laughs> oh but my god, way, it's a hot mess. It is a hot mess. Moving on to our next story. So, Spotify unveils Jam, a new personalized way to listen with your entire squad. There are a few things more powerful than connecting over a shared love of music. So over the past few years, Spotify has unveiled a wide range of new features, including collaborative playlists and blend that make sharing the music you love easier than ever. And fans love them. They've already created more than 45 million blends. And in the past month alone, they've cumulatively spent over 200 million hours listening to the collaborative playlist they've created alongside those closest to them. Today, we're introducing Jam, a personalized real-time listening session for your group to tune into together. Jam builds on some of our popular social features and combines them with our personalization technology to take real-time listening with pals to the next level. With Jam, Uh, Premium subscribers will be able to invite others to contribute through a shared queue and enjoy a musical experience made exclusively for everyone listening. Um, And this was actually published on Spotify's official website. I'm kind of excited about this. Me too. Um, To me, it just makes me think about like those times that you're in the car and like everybody wants to either hear a song or like have a... Um, a say and like what's being played but usually it's always a designated person that has the ox mm-hmm. um, I think this could really help with those those moments I agree and I feel like you know when it was it used to be like when people could all plug in and hear the same movie or something you know in the car 
when they would play from one screen, but you could plug in your oh, headphones yeah. from different seats. Why? I feel like this is kind of that in a way. I, I don't know. I'm trying I to think- like figure it out but i feel like this is giving me that vibe it is and to me i um i think this is going to be really fun when you have new album releases oh for sure like how cool would it be for me to be able to like sit down and like listen with you right as we like talk about new songs and like give our reviews and all that yeah i feel like it's cool but i also feel like you could just play it out loud Ew, but okay, this is another debate. I don't care what you play music on. I don't care if it's a speaker or what. I don't care how good it is. Nothing will touch having the music in your ears. Nothing. What? Because when it's in your ears, you just feel like it's in your brain. Like it's in your body. Like you just feel it more, you know? I don't know. No? I don't know. I feel like maybe, but like the only time that really like when I need headphones, I feel like is when I'm like watching a really good TV show. Like you know how there's some shows that are better better on tv and sometimes like you need to watch it on the ipad Mm -hmm. you need to watch it on the laptop because i just you need to feel like like that tiny ass screen it's just (laughs) you you know what i'm saying i totally get what you're saying but i feel like your argument is further um further solidifying my point of that music taste or not taste better music (laughs) sounds better through headphones to me i mean i guess i could see your point a tiny bit but i feel like it's 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 not a necessity i'll say okay. that it's a yeah. nice to have not a need to have you know what but i do li- i use my airpods majority to listen to like tarot yeah so i don't know um, i don't even know what i use my airpods for anymore because they started tweaking i so. was just laughing though because i was like oh this would have been so handy when you know like i was trying to play the ox and appease to people and then they wanted to act like they weren't familiar with rockstar by hannah, hannah montana, montana. Like, how do you not know Rockstar by Hannah Montana? They probably did. They was probably You know what I realized? That's a classic. No, that's a generational thing. Oop, shade. shade. Okay, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Alrighty, so next up, Donatella Versace slams the Italian government's anti-gay policies from the La Scala stage. According to the Associated Press, Donatella Versace slammed the Italian government for what she described as anti-gay policies in a heartfelt and personal speech that referenced her late brother Gianni Versace while she was receiving a fashion award this weekend. Our government is trying to take away people's rights to live as they wish, Versace said in a speech Sunday night, citing in particular a government policy that allows only the biological parent in same-sex couples to be officially recognized as the parent. They are restricting our freedoms, she said. Besides blocking the recognition of children of same-sex couples, Premier, ooh, excuse me, Premier Georgia Maloney's right-wing government is pushing through legislation that would ban seeking a surrogate abroad, making it punishable with prison terms and stiff penalties. A 2004 law already banned surrogacy within Italy. We must all fight for freedom in a time that still sees trans people suffering terrible violence, a time when children of same-sex couples are not considered their children, a time when minority voices are attacked by news laws, or excuse me, by new laws, Versace said. In a touching moment, Versace also recalled the day her brother Gianni Versace came out to her. I was 11 when my... I was 11 years old when my brother Gianni told me he was gay. For me, it changed nothing. I loved him and I didn't care who he loved, she told the crowd. The speech received a standing ovation from the fashion crowd at La Scala, where Versace received a humanitarian award. Hmm. Wow, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so it we're coming off the heels of Milan Fashion Week, mm-hmm. um, which ended, it started September 19th, it ended September 25th. Um, 
and she was uh, receiving a humanitarian award and she took the time to call out um, anti-gay policies Mm -hmm. and with her platform that is so important to do and so I applaud her truly yeah I mean she also has a personal connection to it her late brother was gay Mm -hmm. but it she a lot of people they don't just rely on those personal connections to speak up and do what's right because of fear and because of, you know, how will this impact my business? How will this Mm -hmm. look for me personally? And I feel like it shouldn't be a given that someone would just speak out because they have a personal connection to it. So I do, I do want to tip my hat to her. Um, I was shocked. This is my first time hearing about the anti-gay policies in Italy. I had no clue. Me neither. Um, I didn't. And like, I learned a lot through this story and I'm drawing parallels with, um, like you, you talked about Donatella's, um, what is it called? Excuse me, responsible influence or whatever. She's using her platform to, to spread light on some really, really bad legislation, it seems. Um, and it honestly, it puts me in the mindset of Beyonce. Um, her whole entire Renaissance world tour was just a love letter to the LGBTQ community. It was a space for people to really be able to go and be themselves and dress how they wanted and enjoy the music and it was all dedicated and probably somewhat inspired by her uncle Johnny Mm -hmm. um, who was a gay man Um, and it just it it not only it, it connects a message with so many people but it also uses that platform to further help um communities that are under attack right now to be honest I agree and I think like it's it, it's like a fact like the lgbtq community has like contributed so much to society and pop culture and influence and i feel like if you're gonna enjoy like the fun parts of the community then you also need to be ready to step when it's time mm-hmm. and there's just been a lot of things going on even in our country with legislation and other things that are happening and don't say gay and, and all those other crazy things yeah so I applaud Donatella Versace. I want everyone to know that the PM Diaries is a safe space for everybody. And um, I'm happy to hear other people stepping up and using their voices. I agree. Okay. And now in some high. Uh, oh my God. I can never. <laughs> okay. So now in some housewives news. It's time for a nightcap recap. Yes. A nightcap TV recap where we will be talking about Real Housewives of New York City. I, in all transparency, like we did not have a chance to watch it Sunday or we would have talked about it yesterday but that episode was like packed with so much drama I feel like it was and it was all surrounding Aaron yeah it was a really good episode but I feel like that's been a trend this season like it the drama kind of surrounds one person for the episode like the other episode it was Jenna Mm -hmm. and then it was Jessel Jessel, and then like Bren so I feel like it's been bouncing around from housewife to housewife I agree and honestly like people were like oh Aaron's like next to Andy at this reunion Aaron and Jess will have seats next to Andy Aaron was the drama this season I you know what I actually felt for her during this episode though like I never want to see anybody cry um and I would say that Uba and Aaron like the the argument that they've been in it's been like long-standing like yeah it's been over a couple episodes now it has well I think well no because you're getting we watched the preview the week before and then the episode came out and then it finished up this episode so yeah it feels like that it's been a, a couple weeks that we've been on this uh drama but I was surprised a little bit by how Uba reacted to the phone situation Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest I don't know if she was that mad about the phone what do you think she was mad about I think she was annoyed with Aaron 
Why would, but annoyed with Aaron. So you know what? I can see that only because she was kind of throwing out irrelevant personal attacks. Yes. Calling her a spoiled brat, calling her a liar, calling her, saying she talks shit about everybody. Yeah. So she could have been feeling some irritation with Aaron. Mm -hmm. But then at the end, when they reconciled, it seems like they're really good friends. Yeah, they are really good friends. It seems like the both of them communicated that, but that's just what I the vibe the energy I got I don't mm-hmm. think it was about the phone because she said she all everyone said that she only had the phone for a few minutes yeah she's talking about I have to check in with my family I have to do this mm-hmm. I don't think it was about the phone you know what I think it was what? I think whenever you're joining or you're stepping into a housewives franchise you kind of want to make sure that people know not to fuck with you and she was like oh if she thinks that she could take my phone like sometimes people just get upset when you take their stuff me I mean I don't know if I really would have cared that much yeah but I'm not in the situation either um and honestly i don't know if i if i have a side in the argument because i feel like i can see it from from both sides like uba has set a boundary she doesn't like when people take her things friends should be respectful of that but i also feel like she's somewhat overreacted in her response to aaron mm-hmm. not by her getting upset not at all like she got upset she was cussing who cares um i think her overreaction was how long she dragged it out yeah for me i agree I think she she dragged it out for too long mm-hmm. and I think she pushed Aaron in the pool that shit would have pissed me off more than someone taking my phone. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, you got me back." Da, 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 da. But I do I think you're probably right. Maybe it's a oh, don't fuck with me like I'm trying to set the stage right now so you guys know later. But they even showed her upset with Jenna cuz she showed up with no makeup on. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to a deeper issue here. I think I've identified. I think Uba might be a little bit passive aggressive. Okay. I think she might have had issues with Jenna before. Mm. And then when she showed up and there was camera, she couldn't have been that mad. Like, girl. Like, I I just think that maybe. Well, it's not like she showed up looking terrible. Lucky for her, like, she still looked somewhat like somewhat presentable like yes. i would have showed up looking a hot ass mess yes and then would have had been like okay give me a second and came back yeah so i don't know we'll see um how this season continues and we'll get more from uba i'm sure but i was identifying a little bit of passive aggressiveness on the same token aaron is messy boots honey. oh my god she's so messy when she continued to call brenna a social climber oh my <laughs> god called brenna a social climber what did she say about jessel she said she's fake she's a, she said she's a spoiled girl or privileged or something she said that she's trying to play but in in Aaron's defense Sai said the same thing about Jessel Mm. she said that Jessel was basically drawing false comparisons like comparing apples to oranges you're right yeah I did say that so I feel like and Sai also said I just want you to be honest Jessel yeah and she's like what are you talking about but when you look over the past of the past episodes of this season I feel like Jessel's been open I feel like she's been open as well. I think she's gotten more open. Like she talked about her body insecurities when Jenna brought home that lingerie that she felt like was ill-fitting. She talked about her and her husband not really being intimate after she had the twins. I mean, she's talked about a lot. Yeah. So how is she not being open? And she did. She talked about, I don't know if you mentioned this a second ago. I'm sorry if I didn't hear you, but she, she talked about her issues uh her her trouble having ki- her kids like yes fertility, her fertility issues. issues yeah and her ivf journey which i know can be very challenging to talk yeah. about especially so, in certain cultures that she said that was a, a a thing that was difficult for her parents to um kind of maybe 
agree with so she withheld that information from them yeah, yeah. um but i i don't know i'm excited to see how the rest of the season goes yeah me too um but i feel like either way i know they touched on a really big topic last night with the angry black woman mm-hmm. stereotype and how perception of uba's behavior or size behavior or bren's behavior if either one of them gets upset and i'm happy to see them talking about that on this franchise i feel like we always hear about it on potomac we hear about it frequently on atlanta so the fact that they're talking about it on a more a cast that is more diverse and Mm -hmm. kind of separated i feel like it's a great opportunity to educate i agree um on those stereotypes and yeah i feel like it was a all-around great episode um it was but of course it makes me think of what's going on in new jersey with um what is it let me see so jen aiden yes um the real housewives of new jersey have hit the pause button on filming for two of its stars in the wake of an alleged physical incident jennifer aiden and danielle cabrai have been temporarily suspended from filming the bravo series while an investigation regarding the two women is under review people confirms the reality stars allegedly got into a quote altercation while filming real housewives of new jersey um at Teresa. Judice's home on Thursday. Um, there's a quote that says they've been falling out all season, but this argument escalated in ways that it hadn't yet. Um, the article goes on to state that Aiden, so that Jennifer, the, the exchange started off verbal um, and allegedly became physical when Jennifer pushed Danielle. Um, according to the source, and then Danielle in turn allegedly threw her drink at Jennifer. The plastic cup hit Jennifer's face and the back of her earring, quote, cut into the back of her neck. So we're seeing some fireworks also in Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it, there's fights on every franchise. There is, but have we seen so, a suspension yet? No. And like, that's why I'm like, what What was different here? What was different here? What happened? I know in the New Jersey's uh, franchise, we've seen Jennifer get into it with several women. Several. We've um, seen Danielle and Margaret go at it. We've seen Teresa flip table. I mean, there's been fights in mm-hmm. just about every franchise. You know what, though? Like this summer when we saw that fight at uh, Potomac with mm-hmm. like Deborah Ashley's friend and somebody else that I'm forgetting. Yeah. I don't remember them bringing up suspensions no so this, that's what i'm saying like how do they decide yeah well it's clearly it got it must have got a little worse than what they're saying i think it might have been a little bit more than an earring back hitting into her neck well we'll have to see maybe the blood was just jarring to see all the blood i don't know mm-hmm. the last time they acted really precious about a fight was when monique and candace got in a fight yeah and i still stand that monique i feel like the fight was not justified at all she shouldn't have put her hands on her but the way giselle and like Rob and all of them got all precious with Monique and mm-hmm. like didn't want to film with her and all of those things I'm wondering if it's something like that that that's happening here and that's why there was a suspension it could be because that to me how Potomac behaved after that fight was very annoying to me yeah. like that that annoyed me it irritated me I can't stand the holier than thou stuff yeah so I mean I'm sure more will come out and we'll just have to see what happened fully but social media is a buzz twitter's a buzz everybody has an opinion on this one well we'll see it says neither film this weekend but they have scheduled scenes this week so we'll see what happens with that and i'll definitely be tuning in to the new season definitely i'm excited i love housewives you guys Me already too. know this you guys us. know this i'm sure y'all love housewives too yes (laughs) and if you don't you should watch definitely all right night owls well that's all she wrote that is all she wrote thanks so much for listening and sweet dreams sweet dreams bye